the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 155 of the Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me this week, in place of Will, is my good friend, Mr. John Skeen. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am stoked to have you here, dude. It's been too long. We don't do this often enough, I think. We don't. <laughs> we, we had last summer together. We'll always have last summer. I know. We'll always have last summer. <laughs> Uh, well, I'd like to get you on more often. Will, um, if you don't follow him on social media, is trekking back across the country to California, this time Southern California. So who knows when he'll be back, but uh, John will be here maybe for this episode and maybe the next week probably. And, you know, when Will gets back, he gets back. But I, I always enjoy talking to you, my friend. Well, thanks for having me on. I, you know, anytime you need me to fill in, I'm more than happy to. So. Oh, yeah. It's always fun. Uh, and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. I will start with you, sir. What are you drinking this evening? Uh, actually, I'm, I'm kind of going old school. I'm actually doing a, a, a nice bourbon from Kentucky, Woodford Reserve. So just nice. kind of a nice way to mellow the night out. And how about you, yeah, sir? I like that. I actually really like that 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 reserve. Um, my favorite, I like the, um, oh, there's another one they do. Is it the Gentleman Jack? Gentleman and then, Jack. And then I think the same company does, don't they do Glen Morangi, that line of scotches? They may. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Is it the Jack Daniels family? Is that it? No, Woodford Reserve's its own brand. Um, okay. Think, I'm getting it mixed up. No, no, you're fine. Yeah. My, my favorite's actually Angel's Envy, but I got to finish off with the Woodford Reserve before I tap into the Angel's Envy bottle. So Nice. Nice. Yeah. No, I, I miss having scotch in the house. I should buy, that reminds me, I should buy a bottle of scotch. There you go. See? There you go. I knew this conversation <laughs> would, uh, would be good. <laughs> no, I'm drinking a rare, I'm drinking a rare one, man. Um, Sierra Nevada every year for a very short amount of time does Bigfoot barley wine. Mm. Um, and it's, I feel like in the past it's been like a higher percentage. Maybe I just always thought it was, but barley wines are usually like 9%. They can be like upwards mm-hmm. of 12. Um, this one's 9.6. Um, and it's, it's really a nice beer. It's a, uh, you can been in the six packs right now, um, at Safeway and I almost missed it, but I, I grabbed it. So I've got another one in the, on deck, which I'll grab here when we switch over to the next part of the show, but I'm stoked to drink it. It's been a couple of years since I've actually bought it. So it's good. You can't beat a good barley wine. No, definitely not. Definitely not. All right, so let's get into this. Before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Google+, Spotify, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and I didn't put John Skeen stuff in here, but you are at John R. Skeen, correct? Correct. Aha, I remembered. And we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Plex, and all that. So give us a positive rating, like us, and share it with your friends. We're going to have, um, I'm going to talk a little bit, remind me at the end of the show about San Diego Comic Con because I have a little update on that. But we are hoping, uh, again, if you're going to be in the area um, and you want to submit a shirt design for our Pucked 4 Cantina event, um, I'll talk about it more towards the end of the show. But definitely um, do that. Send it to us, email it to us, and we'll go from there. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about this year, dude. So, well, you should be. You should. It sounds like it's going to be yeah. an exciting time. I <laughs> wish I could join you, but it sounds like it's going to be. Fun. I know. 
I didn't want to bring it out because I'm like, oh, that's right. You can't go. But I, I didn't want to rub it nah. in. But I got to talk about it, man. I'm no, sorry. please do. Please do. I'll, I'll live vicariously <laughs> through you. So, <laughs> Yes, indeed. And hopefully we'll be able to live stream it and stuff again this year. So I think that'll be good. Um, all right. So we do have the timestamps in the show notes. If you're not a SWOTOR fan, we're not going to spend a ton of time on SWOTOR. But um, there's some stuff that's come up that is coming up in the next update, which we're going to talk about. And um, And again, if you're in the chat room, thank you for being there. And, you know, chime in, chat with us. So real quick at the top of the show, as always, um, thanks to our drinking buddies. One of them is sitting far away from me, but I can see his face, uh, Mr. Skeen, uh, Eddie and Zen, of course. And if you and thanks to everybody who is a patron. And I know we've been a little spotty in releasing shows and Patreon has been a little funky. So everybody who's stuck with us, we appreciate it. Please keep doing that. And we will give us give you a ton of content coming up. Um, like I said, we have new ideas for shows. And of course, San Diego Comic Con's coming up and stuff as well. So oh, awesome. they can hear us. Yay. What's up, guys? Welcome to the chat. All right, man. So let's start with Star Wars The Old Republic. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Well, there's a ton of stuff um, in the community that I have to highlight, dude. Um, first of all, Sorterista, speaking of Comic-Con, man, I feel like I'm segueing so well already. Uh, speaking of Comic-Con, I met Sorterista last year. She was at our Puck 3 Cantina, and she is absolutely amazing and an awesome person in the community um, and does a ton of stuff for the community. So one thing she's doing, she put together a Guild Finder, which there is a... I think my link is bad, but... Um, you have to check her out on on uh, on Twitter. Uh, she has a guild finder, so if you are looking for a guild, she has a nice uh, way to help find other like-minded folks and find yourself a guild um, in Sotor, which I think is super important. Having a community um, is is a big reason why I know all these people. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I, I've made some closer friends through the Sotor community than I you know have neighbors. <laughs> so you know, definitely check out guilds. That, that's the best way to meet people. Yeah, and I agree. And a lot of the people, and I was actually telling my buddy this, um, who I do my other podcast with, um, who's coming to San Diego this year. And he's like, oh, man, all these people seem, because he's in our Twitter chat. And he says, all these people seem kind of cool. He texted me earlier. And I said, yeah, excuse me. I said, I've been gaming with these people for years before I met them. Now this is what, the fourth or fifth year? Like, we're all getting together and hanging out. And before we even started the the Puck stuff. So it's it's really, really good. And all that came out of um, Unholy Alliance and Wookiee Mistake dude, yep. um, all these years ago. So. Um, speaking of Soterista, obviously we've been talking about this on every episode, but, uh, Star Wars Celebration, um, is coming up and she is doing the Star Wars, uh, the fan table for Sotor and highlighting a lot of the, um, guilds and content creators and all that kind of stuff. Um, sadly I forgot and didn't contribute in time. So we're not on the little card she made, but at the same time, it is really cool what she's doing. So definitely if you're at Celebration, go by. Um, and hopefully they're going to do a live stream and they have a lot of stuff planned. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And of course, Musco and all of them are going to be there. Um, and they're doing their Cantina event as well, which I have a link to in the show notes. Well, no, Musco is doing something else. He's actually going to be on a panel. That's what this is. Sorry, I got my things mixed up. But they are doing a Cantina event down there as well. Um, but Eric Musco is on a com- on a panel on how to build and maintain online gaming communities. So definitely check that out if you're there. 
Nice. So. And, and you know, have they announced where they're holding the cantina at yet? Uh, let me go back and take, let me take a look. Cause actually I have that in another spot and then you can talk about your weekend game, sir. How, what have you been doing? It doesn't have to be soul tour. Like I said, I have not <laughs> been playing soul tour much. I think you and I've been playing in the same game, but just not at the same time. So, uh, what have you been, what have you been playing, buddy? I have actually been playing Anthem. Um, I had signed up, you know, you and I had discussed that EA uh, Access Premiere mm-hmm. or Origin Access Premiere, excuse me, um, right. and signed up through that. And I have just got through the first story part, um, okay. actually ended up and kind of got frustrated with the whole uh, mouse and keyboard with that one. So I actually uh, went and bought an Xbox controller and started using that instead. And I have found the flight and abilities a lot easier using that you know you're not the first person to say that and um is so it does it honestly that game does have a more console like feel to it Mm -hmm. so i think i might i might do the same thing i i don't know i've gotten so used to the mouse and keyboard now but um but it's it's nice to know that that's an option so you're enjoying that much more then uh yeah yeah I, i found it a little bit easier um that the flying especially it just seems i i control it a lot better with that and with the access premiere you can download quite a few other ea games so like i you know downloaded fifa 19 um started playing that and that's definitely more of a uh controller type game um than than mouse so but yeah i've really enjoyed it um you know anthem is a beautiful game if you haven't checked it out it really is yeah so anybody that hasn't checked it please please check it out but how about you what'd you do in the game this week i like anthem a lot um i think i've that the only game i have played has been anthem and it's been for maybe an hour in the last couple of <laughs> okay. weeks i i i've been i this is the busiest time of the year for me um i'm coaching stupidly i took on another podcast so i'm doing two shows now um and of course i teach full-time and i work part-time at night so i am like just running around everywhere and stuff with the schools and my kids and stuff so honestly i have not gotten much game time in um after tonight if we're not on here for too late i actually would really like to play a video game just sit down and do that for a little while um but i've been trying to i've been trying to get my writing done and doing a lot of other things so all the gaming i've been doing honestly is anthem but um, I think the game is gorgeous. I have gotten used to. I have the macros and everything kind of set, not macros, but uh, keybinds and stuff set up on my on my Razer Naga. So I'm enjoying that quite a bit. Um, but it's gorgeous. I like the story um, and I like the gameplay. It's a blast to fly through the freaking mm-hmm. air and do cool stuff. Like I don't know. I just I just really really enjoy it. So um, sadly, I haven't got that much time to do it. But um, I would like to do more of that. And I, and I need to go back to Sword Tour. There's some stuff I really want to do. I want to finish off some of the newer content before we get some other stuff going and i'd like to get a group together and do that new um queen of the hive mind deal so yeah i would too have not done that done that yet either yeah um you know yeah, but there, there's some content <laughs> that we haven't got to play yet which is kind of exciting yeah and i think that's nice to know there's stuff i haven't done um considering a game i played for what seven years so that's kind of cool um nef yeah we really do need to do some what's an ops group man i i would love to bring that back um there was talk of doing one last run because a lot of people have left the game. And we talked about this about a month ago, but I, I think um, I would like to put together just, I don't know, in it just 
schedule it and just say, hey, if anybody wants to, you know, live in the past, like we do what's an ops group every week, let's get together and do something this night. You know what I mean? But um, I think that might be more of a couple months from now version of myself. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I'm with you enough. I really do miss that. And and let's let's do it. Whatever works for you guys, uh, let's do it in the next in the next few weeks. I really want to make that happen. So I'm glad you guys are in there to to kick my oh yeah, and Arjar seconds it. Of course he does. Yes, yes, I will do it. Let's do it. I can't wait. We'll make it happen. Um, yeah, we'll make it happen. Uh, but to go back to what Scheme was saying about um, Star Wars Celebration, it is happening. Um, oh, the Cantina event is at the Marriott Marquis Chicago Grand Ballroom, uh, and that is Saturday the 13th. And that is my anniversary. So, well, happy yeah. anniversary! <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I wish I could be out there. I know, I know, a lot of people are going to be out there. So, anybody that is and wants to come on the show and talk about it, I would love that. Yeah, I got to see who else might be going. I know I talked to Will when he was in St. Louis to see if he wanted to go or not. So, I may, I may All have right. to. Uh, are you making the you trip? You know, it's up? only three hours from here, so it's not a bad drive. Um, so well, at least go for the cantina and come back and report back. I, I talked to a couple of other folks that um, that are going up there. Of course, so Teresa and, and, and some other folks. Um, I think Jesse's going. And so I know everybody's kind of gearing towards that. And I wish I could do a celebration one day. Um, I think I'll have to wait a couple of years when it comes back to the States, because I think doesn't it go out of the country every year, every other year? Or yeah. 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 It, like switches back and forth. Yeah. So uh, not this not next year, but the year after maybe I'll be geared up and ready to go. So that'd be cool. Oh, Neff says he thinks Mox is going. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I know there's a bunch of people from our community going, dude. Um, so anybody that's going that wants to come on the show, I'd love to have a roundtable and talk about what you did. That'd be fun. So, all right. Shall we get to some news, my friend? Absolutely. Okay. Um, there's some funny stuff in here. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I just thought it was funny. Why does Lana have four different face models? Um, and they try to explain this. And did you ever, you, you noticed that she changed kind of over time, right? Right, right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind of, it, it's just kind of funny. Somebody put in the imager and then they try to come back and talk about it. Um, and they basically said, uh, they tried to show the past of time and, and some other stuff like that. I just, I just think it's funny when the tech gets better and maybe they didn't spend a lot of time on the assets in the first place and they try to change it. Like people, of course people notice because we look at these characters for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they had a plan in the very beginning to make her at a companion of ours too. So that's a whole different thing. So anyway. Well, and I think I, I had either read or heard something about they may have given her some touch-ups as far as spatial features and, you know, kind of smooth textures out and things like that. So once they did that, it, it may, even though it's the same, design it may have just made right. it look different so exactly exactly oh yeah magic i think magic is going yeah Arjar. yeah i think you're right magic's going too i think to celebration i'm jealous man i really want to do that <laughs> we have a ton of cool star wars stuff to talk about uh later in the show so stick around guys we're gonna talk about uh galaxy's edge news that broke uh, about a week or so ago so hang in there so there was some complaints about hut ball type maps uh popping uh pops two out of three and i think this had to do with um uh, they're trying to explain how the matchmaking works and how the map selection works. I'm not going to go through all this. I don't even PVP, but I thought it was funny because when I do PVP, I'm I'll freely admit I was one of those people when I used to PVP. When Hutball came up, I jump, I dropped out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when I first got in game, I kind of liked it, but then I was like, uh, not anymore. I don't PVP very often either. So I like I like Hutball if I'm playing with a group of people. And we all go in together 
And I don't have to have some random person hollering at me because I suck, mm-hmm. because I do suck. And because I didn't pass the ball in time, they thought they should have got the ball and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's just too much stress. I just don't, <laughs> don't want to deal with hot ball, honestly. <laughs> I just want to play the game to relax, but not PvP is not a relaxing activity. But if I'm with a group, I care a whole lot less and hot ball can be right. fun. Um, but I don't like getting hollered at by people I don't know and or care what well, they think. And there so. you go. And there you have it. I, I would say the only times I've ever been yelled at in game was was during some type of a PvP thing. So, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. always PvP. Somebody was asking about the guild perks and how often they rotate. And I thought this was interesting. Um, this was uh, just a few days ago, actually. Uh, somebody asked the precise day the guild perks rotate so they can plan their guild activities and stuff uh, accordingly. And it says uh, the perks rotate every other Tuesday at the strike of midnight. So when Monday crosses from 11.59 to Tuesday, that midnight timer is set to GMT. So that's that's it. And I, I don't know. I don't um, I haven't gotten into the guild perks because our guild is kind of not a thing right now. But it's it'd be nice to know when those things switch over. Um, I know back when we were doing um conquests and stuff uh that was something you know you want to get it all done by a certain time so it all counts right right so. well you know hopefully uh you know but i like to have him in game here for you know well over a month now so right you know i i haven't noticed and when i have gamed it's been you know either super late at night when nobody on the guild was normally on anyways but um, exactly you know we'll, we'll see what happens I, I know there's still it's still kind of it's not active active but there's still people in it so no, the, and, and I didn't want to say that the guild hasn't disbanded. We're just not doing any formal um, events and stuff anymore, but the guild's still there. Um, my main is not in the guild because I switched over for that last event we did a while mm-hmm. back. And every time I get on, I'm like, oh, we're, oh, we can't. <laughs> I don't see anybody. It's all very sad. Um, anyway. All right. So this is interesting. And actually, I'll, we're almost done with this. But um, when trading came up again. And someone named Mike Bradley, who I'm not familiar with, uh, he's listed as associate producer um, on SOTOR. Uh, this was also a couple days ago. Um, s- somebody was asking about win trading, and he said um, what they're trying to do is kind of break, uh, be a little more. People were like, why don't people get permanent mm-hmm. ban? Right. Um, so I think they're going to be a little harsher going forward. Um, some of the things, uh, they do issue permanent bans on players who cheat. They've been catching and banning, um, cheaters since the game, beginning of the game. And obviously people who bought and hack and stuff like that, they have systems that automatically detect it. And, um, they're actually talking about harsher things such as taking tokens from people, taking all of their, anything they've earned gear wise or, um, you know, perks and stuff like that away from them. So, It'd be nice to see uh, a little bit harsher stuff come through. I know PvP folks get upset about that kind of thing, and and I would be too. I mean, it's one thing to spend your time playing a game, and when people are cheating and winning against you, that sucks. So, oh, I agree, and it's good to see the uh, the their, the devs are taking a, a serious stance towards it because I think for a long time in this game they felt like things weren't taken too seriously, and right now, now I think it's pretty obvious they're they're going to. Yeah, and sometimes like things happen behind the scenes, and they just haven't come back and said, "Hey, this is what we did with this person." You know, may, it might have been happening, but they're just not reporting back to us, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this is part of the transparency thing too. Here's the other thing before we get to the big chunky news of this week. Uh, so discuss uh, rank PvP ideas. They have a thread 
um, for ideas about rank PVP. So if you're interested in that, definitely do uh, jump in there. So the big announcements, obviously, that's coming up is Guild Heraldry. Um, and the next game update is called Heralds of Victory. And this is going to be 5.1. Why can't? Okay, so I'm going to try again. 5.10.2. I wish, just wish the 10 wasn't there. It always throws me off. Anyway, uh, so it's going to be Guild Heraldry and Heralds of Victory is what it is. And it's going to be on the PTS. I think it's already up on the PTS because this was a little earlier in the month. Um, it's already on the PTS and there's some stuff happening. Oh, no, this is not on the PTS yet. No, sorry, I misspoke. And it'll be on the PTS later this month and it will launch it will go live in april main feature of this update is the addition of new guild system called guild heraldry which will allow guilds to create their own personal emblems additionally the preview window has gotten a complete revamp um and that is what's on the pts right now is the new preview window which is a long time coming in updating because oh my god like and there's a whole post and i'm not going to go um into this uh, there's one more article in here that says under the hood with swotor and it's very detailed with what they're trying to do, like the assets, names. It's called dynamic placement objects. And the game seems to be getting a big revamp in this. And what they're doing is doing this along with the preview window. So you'll be able to preview weapons and um, weapon, uh, what do you call them? What are the things called? The tunings. Yeah, the weapon tunings and mounts and everything else will be and it looks pretty good, actually. If you look at this post, this under the hood post, it's pretty sweet. Um, they have like a little animation of the preview window, and you can see everything. And um, it's pretty, pretty cool, man. Uh, it's a long time coming, um, but I think it's better late than never, right? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think even with mounts, it'll show you on your mount now instead mm-hmm. of standing next to it. And it'll show the yeah, and the they flourish. did show mouse before, yeah, and not being able to see the flourishes was kind of annoying because I didn't know really what I was looking for mm-hmm. when I would get a mount, and I was like, "What is happening?" Is I'm you know, it'd be nice to preview that stuff. So it's it's gonna be pretty cool. Man. New things, we're getting new things. Yeah, people are like, "The game is dead." No, no they're still working on stuff. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not dead. Um, <laughs> uh, so as far as the hel- uh, heraldry stuff goes. Um, at the start, they're not going to restrict um, guild level. So they're going to kind of let, they'll be able to, from the get-go, guilds of any size can do all the things. I imagine down the road, they will, um, I don't know, give higher level guilds access to different emblems and stuff like that, I imagine. And if if this kind of stuff didn't pop up on the uh, cartel market, that would be insane too. So there'll be more coming Uh you know, we'll we'll report back on this in a couple of weeks because obviously they're gonna once it hits the PTS, it'll it'll we'll have a lot more questions, a lot more reveals. So exciting times. Yeah, and Neff is right. They did explain the technical difficulties with the preview window, and yeah, it was a lot. And they're finally going back and 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 change it up. The article is really interesting if you're interested in the actual technical issues that go along with that. Some of the things people have complained about for a really long time, uh, you know. They're they're coming around to fix because now they can and it makes more sense to do it now, I suppose. So um, I think that's important. Any other thoughts on Guild Heraldry and stuff like that? Nope. Just want to see more of it in action, you know, once everything's rolled out and we'll go from there. Same, same. All right, man. Um, So maybe between now and the next time we record, we should try to get together and actually do some slow tour, man. I've been missing it. And Neff and and Arjar are right. I mean, 
I, I miss our what's an ops group nights a lot. Um, I've been super busy lately and haven't really thought about it, but sometimes on Friday night, I'm sitting there. I was like, oh, that's right. Friday nights, I used to be hustling back to my computer by eight <laughs> o'clock to make sure I was ready to go for for walks. So or yeah, with, man, with I multiple frosty <laughs> beverages in hand, ready to go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, at least two. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this, and then get my stream going. And I miss stream ga- streaming my gaming too. I mean, I haven't done that since the last um, big event we did with the guild before it disbanded, or you know, uh, disbanded's not the right word, but before it went on. What's the right word? Not um, not really hiatus. Like a holding, like a holding pad. Yeah, kind of. yeah. I, you know, and I and I bet you by the time uh, six six drops, that somebody will pick it back up and make it active again because we'll have more people yeah. active in it. I hope so. I really do. With an expansion, brings players. At least we'll come back and talk about stuff or uh, come back and play for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? So went on sleep mode. I like yeah, that. Sleep mode. <laughs> sleep mode's good now. I'm now. <laughs> Definitely sleep mode. <laughs> All right, buddy. Let's get to... Um, so this is going to be a weird kind of format because we have a ton of stuff in the last section of our show, but almost nothing in Star Wars. So what we've done, and since we Will and I have kind of put this um, walk in the park section in the usual roundup, and sometimes we touch on Disney parks, but a lot of times it has to do with other things as well. But um, I thought there was so much Star Wars awesomeness in that. I just decided we would just jump right past Star Wars, get in the usual roundup, and then we'll be talking Disney uh, here in a couple minutes. And Star Wars, I should say. So, what do you think? Ready? Let's do it. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. So, Luke Perry died. That yes. was a bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. And I don't remember if Will and I, if we talked about it, I don't think we've recorded since he passed. I, I think the last time we recorded, he had a, a stroke and um, he was 52 years old. I know this is old news to everybody, but I just want to just talk about it for a minute because I love Luke Perry, dude. He was part of my youth. <laughs> gotcha. I, I was, I was not a, uh, was 90210. Mm-hmm person so you know even though i'm probably closer to his age than i am yours <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's kind of scary but anyways you said uh, it not me <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um no i you know i mean it's obviously it's at any time but someone passes um but and you know the stuff that i have seen of his was was pretty good and to be fair i wasn't a huge 90210 fan i was actually forced to watch it early college because it was on i think it was in syndication and people were just and then my housemates were watching all the time and it drove me crazy. Um, but he's a good actor and I really fell in love with him again, basically in Riverdale. I don't know if you ever watched Riverdale, but his character was phenomenal in Riverdale. So did you ever watch it? I Riverdale would add on though? to it, but uh, no, I have not watched Riverdale. Okay. No, no worries. No worries. I just wanted to give him a little bit of, uh, I, I was sad to hear this mostly because I mean, I'm, I'm going to turn 40 in a couple of weeks and I'm like, okay, 52 is not big stretch from 40. And I'm like, what happened, Luke? You know, and I, I'm, you know, and who knows why these things happen. But I just, um, I feel bad for his family because he, he was not an old person, and uh, they were just, a, they were just trying to put together a 90210 reunion as well. Like literally, he had a stroke the next day they, after they announced it. So um, it was sad. Well, hopefully, hopefully his uh, his family can find some peace too. That's that's too bad. No, and that's exactly it. Uh, what do you got here? 
Okay, so I added this in just because it's something I did, uh, what, about three, four weeks ago. Um, had a uh, work conference, a uh, convention in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. And while I was out there, um, my friend Chip, who actually introduced me to your podcast way, way back in the day, um, oh, wow. he and I were, were there together. So we uh, walked down to the Venetian on the Strip, and they have um, this thing. It's called uh, Secrets of the Empire. And what it is is a uh, virtual reality um, Star Wars setup. Yeah. And it was really cool. So basically what I would say is if you get to Vegas, go to the Venetian and try this thing out. It was like 30 bucks a person. But um, you put on full gear, backpack, the the helmet, everything. Um, Wait, this is the Stormtrooper one, right? Yeah, correct. Okay. Um, Dude, you actually got to do that? Yes. And it was incredible. Oh, so you have a blaster. You're walking through. You can actually... Um, you can actually like smell. Uh, you can smell the embers and lava in the place that what? you're at. So yes, when blaster fire hits you, you can feel the heat on your on your oh, chest no. protector. Okay. Um, so you're you're selling me on this, man, because they have one in downtown Disney, and I'm oh, going there in a couple of weeks. Dude, you have to do it. It is it's so the, awesome. The company's called Void, right? It's the same company. Yeah, right? yeah, Void. Yeah. Yep, yep, okay. the Void. Oh, yep. Dude. I, I you I gotta write this down. You reminded me because I you have to make reservations for stuff like that down there, and I'm gonna. The problem is, is I wanted to do it with my my. I know my wife won't be into doing it. Um, and my oldest, who's ten, I just don't think she'll want to. Uh, so I'll probably have to do it by myself. But um, I am, or maybe if, you know, Will might be in the area. Maybe there you go. Well, I, I tell you what, it, it's kind of right. different too because you know I expected VR like you know, maybe a little bit of moving around, but you're actually stepping yeah. and it's cool. Cause, but you actually have to walk, right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah, lift yeah. your, your hand up and you can see your stormtrooper glove and you know, you can oh, see your blaster. And, uh, and, yeah, and, and when, did you do, when did you do this? This is about what? Three weeks ago, four weeks ago now. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I really want to do that and I just need to, yeah, I'm jealous. So you're selling me on it, dude. Oh. I've heard it's amazing, but. Well, and, and and here here is the best part of it is, is you know Chip's a little bit taller than me. You know, you and I are both maybe not on the taller side. Let's just leave it at that, right? <laughs> I am not a tall man, sir. So right before we get going, I start dying laughing. I'm practically crying in my in my helmet because he's like he looks at me, and goes, "Hey, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing, dude. That's amazing. Oh, I love it, and and that's the thing I think. I, I would love to do this with my kids and for the first time, but I, I kind of want to do it before Star Wars lands Star Wars land opens because I feel like people are really I think it's gonna be really hard to get a reservation down downtown Disney when all that's going on because the crowds are gonna mm-hmm. be nuts. Um, so I think I am gonna do it uh, you reminded me I'm, after this I gotta get me a reservation. I'll do that on my birthday. My birthday is on April 8th. Um, we're doing a Disneyland trip and I'm just super stoked to to spend that time with my family and turn 40 without a bunch of hubbub and just be in the place I love. So that, what a, what a, what a great thing to do while I'm down there, right? Absolutely. Enjoy it. So I won't tell you anything else about it because I don't want to spoil it for you, but we'll have to compare notes after you get back. Indeed. We'll do that. Sounds good, dude. Thanks for reminding me. Oh, I'm stoked. I'm so jealous. You got to do that. That's sick. I heard there was one in Vegas. There's one somewhere else, I think too, but I don't know where the other location is. I I think there's Um, one in Orlando as well. Yeah, that mistaken. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, probably at um, uh, Disney Springs is my guess. Yeah. Down there somewhere. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, 
I considered doing that too. I considered going to Disney World. And I was like, oh, let's just stay close home with what I know. And yeah, that, and, that, and do that. that's a lot of travel for uh, having two little yeah. ones. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so I only put this because we didn't do a trailer time. Um, and I don't know if you've seen any of these um, any of these trailers. I'm just going to throw them out there. If you want to talk about it, any of them, cool. If not, we'll move on. But these are some of the trailers that came out in the last couple of weeks since we recorded. Um, there was a new Shazam trailer. Yep, that was... Which was really cool. Mm-hmm. So here's my only fear. And this is what the, okay. what the DCEU has, has done, yeah. done to me. Is their previews for their films are always incredible. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's all that was incredible about the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> it worries me. Because they showed you all the yeah, good parts. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Because it, it worries me because you know, the, the preview looks fantastic. But hopefully, hopefully right. the movie will follow. Yeah, you know, follow up with it. And I love um what's his name? Zachary Levi, mm-hmm. right? Um I love him. I think he's amazing. Um and I think I think this is gonna help and we'll talk about Captain Marvel here in a few minutes, but I think this is gonna help DC a bit because I th- I think they're really trying to kind of backpedal from the dark brooding stuff they've been doing. And you know, Captain Marvel not Captain Marvel, um uh, what was the last one that just came mm-hmm. out? Aquaman. Aquaman was like, in, in like kind of like the Thor Ragnarok almost of like, I mean there were some heavier moments, but I mean it was fun and it was brighter and sure there was some craziness and darkness, but it wasn't, it wasn't uh you know Justice League or Batman not Justice League. Oh, what's the yeah. other one? Batman v Superman. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think this will help them. Going forward, um, I hope it's good. <laughs> Either way, it looks like fun. <laughs> so uh, I, I do have to interrupt you for a second, just out of curiosity. So you, oh, please. I need you to introduce this other beer you got. Oh, yes. This other beer I have is, um, uh, it's called Hop, how do you say it? Hopocalypse. It's a double IPA from Drake's. And Drake's Brewing Company is one of my favorites. And the cool thing about this brewery, dude, um, there's a couple locations, but they're kind of geeky sort of too. Uh, so the t-shirts, I have a t-shirt that from Drake's Brewing Company and it's looks like the, um, I bought it there. It looks like uh, the Duck Hunt okay. uh, cover for, for the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And on the back it says Drake's Brewing Company. It's pretty cool. Anyway, um, it's a good beer though. I love their beers. I go there whenever I go to Oakland to see my brother-in-law. There's a, there's a uh, brewery restaurant beer garden down there and it's amazing. So good. Good. Pizza. Sounds good. The beer does. Yeah. Pizza, I couldn't tell you, but, but the, the beer, beer sounds great. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the pizza's good. The beer is, the beer is great. Uh, all right, dude. So there was also an Aladdin trailer. Yeah, did you see I that have, one? I have. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I don't either. I, I, I feel better about this one than I did. I actually never got through Beauty and the Beast. Um, it was a shot-for-shot remake of the cartoon. I love the cartoon, so I just kind of let that go. I haven't seen... I still, for some reason, haven't seen the Jungle Book, the Favreau version, um, unfortunately. But this one, I love Aladdin. It makes me want to watch, rewatch the cartoon with my kids and see how it holds up. I like Will Smith. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure I'm all the way on board with Disney remaking everything. Mary Poppins was, you know, fine. Um, I don't know. Remaking the cartoons, I think they don't have to do, but of course they're going to do it right. because people will go. Right. You know, and, and here's the thing. I actually, you know, of course my girls really like Beauty and the Beast and and I didn't 
yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty good remake for being live action. I still prefer the animate the animated version. Um, but you know, like you, I yeah, really like the animated version of Aladdin. So, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. The one that actually, you know, I think will actually turn out well is Lion King. It looks kind of neat, but that one looks amazing. Yeah, and Dumbo actually yeah, looks pretty damn good too. Um, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they're going to keep doing this, so I'm kind of picking and choosing which ones I see, but. Um, and then there was a new Game of Th- Game of Thrones trailer, um, which I don't know where you're at with Game of Thrones, but that is going to be amazing. I can't wait. Endgame, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Avengers Endgame. That new trailer came out. There's something about there's. I'm only going to say this one thing. There was one. There was a shot towards the end um, where they come out in the new suits and the music is swelling and like I just can't. I keep watching the damn trailer because I just there's that moment. There's something about the Avengers when that music is playing. And they are coming to do coming out to do their business. It just makes me excited, dude. I just there's something about that 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 group and that score. Who knows? I don't know what it does to me, but no, I'm I'm really stoked for it. I mean, I've seen that that trailer a few times now, and then uh, yeah. it was you know obviously it played before Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm super super ready for it. And I'm glad they bumped it up to where it's in April now. I don't have to wait until you know Memorial Day weekend or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we got a few weeks and, and mm-hmm. we're there. I'm stoked. Um, and then we've got uh, Toy Story Four, which I don't know, man. This is this is kind of freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> it's starting to make I don't know. I listen to some comedy podcasts that um, kind of mess with us a little bit, and I don't want to get too graphic or inappropriate. But like, if a kid can just like put googly eyes on a thing and 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 bring it to life, like that's kind of scary. <laughs> you know like granted this is just a spark but what if it was something else like i don't know it's just it's it's kind of weird to me but um i don't know the story looks fine um we'll we'll see i i i really liked toy story 3 that was an amazing film mm-hmm. so we'll see what they do uh, with yeah the i've worked all three so. toy stories to be honest with you you know yeah and it's so funny yeah. because you know see my oldest kid is 23 and i can remember taking him mm-hmm. when he was a little little kid to go see right. no, they've been around the first Toy Story. And then, you know, each kid's kind of had their own, you know, as, as time's gone along. Right. So it's, it's kind of cool. And Arjar brings up in the chat, Dark Phoenix. I didn't put on, on this list, but Dark Phoenix, um, that trailer, um, I think, I don't know how to feel about the trailer. Um, I love the Dark Phoenix storyline. Um, and it looks like they're really making her as powerful as she came across mm-hmm. in that storyline. I think it's going to be interesting. No, so. I, I'm hoping they, they, they do it well. Cause that's literally my, one of my favorite X-Men storylines. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's great. I, I, it, it looks pretty cool. And like you said, you know, the powers there, you can see her absorbing a world, and, you know? Oh yeah. And, and I like how, like if, if she's killing people that are close to her, they're doing it right. And I think, I think it's gonna be interesting. I I'm, I'm actually, looking forward to that i haven't i've liked this iteration of the x-men um i'm an easy sell kind of when it comes to the x-men but um i'm curious to see where they go after this now that you know disney is doing what they're doing so we'll, we'll see what happens um and stranger things three did you watch the other the other shows yes yeah I've, which you did. Okay. i love both seasons of them okay good yeah did you see this trailer yet though i did i, I actually just saw it oh yesterday. my god yeah Oh my god. The the music choice and just I just I don't know. That trailer was brilliant. I I am 
so excited for that to happen. Sadly, we have to wait till July 4th, but eh, whatever. it's not too long. But, you know, true, I, true. I guess I, the thing that I like, the, well, I like a lot of things about Stranger Things, but um, <laughs> that's literally their timeline like matches up with my age. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. you know, like when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and, you know, in their, in their basements, like, you know, right. the music, the, the age, you know, their aging is about the same as, you know, where I was at that same point in time. But it's just pretty cool to watch it, watch it happen. Yeah. And I, I agree, man. And I'm, I'm a little younger than you, but I loved the eighties. I, I still, when I work my night job, and I'm in charge of the music. I put 80s music on. Like, I loved the 80s so much. And, like, you know, the clothes and the music and the movies and just the geek. It was not cool to be a geek. But, man, if you were a geek then, you have this nostalgia looking back. You know what I mean? And um, it's it's going to be fun. I, I think. And they're doing it right. And these kids, those kids, they mm-hmm. got are brilliant. They really are. Yeah. And you could definitely, um, definitely tell they've aged a little bit <laughs> since the last uh, filming. Yeah. And I think in the trailer they make a comment about it, right? We're not, we're not, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not kids, kids yeah. anymore, uh-huh. or something like that. They said. <laughs> and I think I, I've heard, I've heard rumor, and I think this might be true. They're actually filming third and fourth season at the same time to capture some of the youth, maybe. I think, but I'm not 100 sure if that's true. Um, I was talking about it with some students today, but um, I'll look into that and find out. But um, I'm, I just, I'm, I love that series. And my wife and I, when it, when it, when I know when season two dropped, we got through that pretty damn quick. Yeah. So. That went real fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy, let's talk about what I'm absolutely stoked to talk about right now. Um, and that is park news. Uh, and most more specifically Disneyland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel land is kicking up uh, and bits and pieces of that are coming in. And I'm just bringing this up today because I was kind of excited because Marvel land is going to have uh, a bunch of food options. And one of them is nachos and they are vegan. <laughs> well, there you God go. Forbid, <laughs> God forbid something, something in the parks be vegetarian or vegan without pulling teeth over it, you know, and I'm not a vegan. I'm barely a vegetarian. I'm a pescatarian. I do eat fish, but so I have some flexibility, but I it's, it's hard to go into some of these parks. Like we're, when we go next month, it's the food and wine um, deal. And I love that they do that. And I love the wine, but the food is hit or miss because there's not vegetarian options. I don't, they have like little kiosks where you walk up and you can get like little bites of food for, for fairly cheap and try all these foods from like all these regions and that kind of thing. Um, but it, I don't know. I think it's kind of nice that they, that they have some, uh, some vegan options. So anyway, I think that was cool. No, no, I agree. It's it's rather inclusive that way, and you know, oh, you know, and I hate man. saying this. I've just never really thought of it. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, we need to have more vegan options. I think of it, you know, with our restaurants, but I never think right. of it with you know at Disneyland. I mean, of course, that would be kind of frustrating if you couldn't find right some exactly. And and you know, we have our restaurants we go to and stuff, and um, and like I said, we do eat fish, so it's a little easier. We get the clam chowder and stuff like that down there, but it's it'd be nice to have some other options. And and honestly, Disney actually does a pretty good job, and I'm I'm not giving them enough credit. They have options that are not on the menu mm-hmm. that they always have that they can give guests. So it's not the end all be all, but it's nice to see something prominent in, in a new land coming out vegan out the gate. So I think that's cool. Galaxy's edge, big news, dude. And I know we're, we're a couple of weeks behind sort of, we're not breaking this news. Obviously we weren't allowed to go there, but a bunch of press were able to go down there. 
Um, but we also got the opening date, which is uh, May 31st at Disneyland Resort and August 29th at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is earlier than everybody thought. Yeah, because I wasn't thinking for Disney World or for Disney Hollywood Studios. I wasn't thinking until October or November. Well, because they said, what, late fall or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and Or they said fall and then they said summer. Um, and May is right at the beginning of the summer. But here's the caveat. Um, they are having some... The Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride, which you got to read this article. Excuse me. I also have a podcast um, I'm suggesting this week. I have a link in there that where they're um, uh, the Disney Dish podcast. Um, uh, I'm ahead of myself here, but it is episode 208. They bring on a guy who was at this press event for Disneyland and they got to walk around. They got to go through some of the ride queues and stuff like that. What's crazy is the, the way they're doing this Rise of the Resistance ride it's a crazy ambitious project, okay? Um, and it's not going to be open when right. either park is ready to go, I don't think. Um, definitely not at Disneyland. Um, which means that's one of the two major attractions that are opening is not going to be open, um, which means the lines for Smuggler's Run, I could not even imagine what that's going to be like. <laughs> From what I've read so far is... There's not going to be even if you're you're staying at a resort. Mm-hmm. There, one of the Disney resorts. There's not going to be guaranteed admission to those park to that part of the park because mm-hmm. they know what the demand is going to be. So what they're doing is they're requiring reservations between May 31st and June 23rd. Basically, um, almost a month of you have to have reservations. They haven't said how they're going to do that yet. And they're they're saying right now that if you stay at Disney Resort Hotel, you will be able to get a reservation. But who knows what that looks like? And the lines are still going to be a day long. I mean, literally. oh, easily, um, absolutely. Which, which to be fair, people are like, "Are you going? Are you going to go down to Disneyland when it opens?" I said, "Hell no! I'm actually going the month before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the month before. The crowds will be low." Um, and I'm going to go enjoy Disneyland for everything that I love about it. And I'm going to look at the construction from afar. And then I think we're going to plan on going maybe around, uh, December, January, the next year, I think mm-hmm. with my family, cause everybody wants to go, but we don't want to, I don't need to be there on opening day. I, I'm a Disneyland guy. I go every year. Um, I am past the point. I don't really need to be there opening day. I right. will go and experience it. But I want it to be ready to go, and I want to experience everything when I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't want to wait in line all day long for one thing and not get to I actually don't. immerse yourself in the whole experience. I totally and I'm good understand. at waiting in line. I'm good at waiting in line, man. But I just, I, it's just, I, there's so many things to do down there. I'm just going to wait till it dies down a little bit. So, um, any other thoughts on uh, them moving the dates up? The rides not being open? Uh, like that? Look, I'm I'm excited for the whole thing. Regardless. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and uh, my buddy Chip and I actually have, have plans because next year's uh, International Franchising Association conference is in Orlando in February. Right. So huh. we'll be down there nice. anyway. So we're thinking about hanging out for an extra day and making our way over to the park. So uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. There is talk at the end of San Diego Comic-Con going up for the day. But again, if we have to have reservations and stuff and it's going to be crazy. Like I'm not even going to bother. Honestly, I'm really not. But seriously, I mean, I you know, and, and not to geek out too much, but I mean, how cool is it? I mean, as a kid, you would have never thought, okay, somebody opened a Star Wars land, especially at Disney right? World. 
Yeah, I mean, it, right. I've I've been at Disney World during uh, the Star Wars days that they like had in June back in the days, and that was pretty cool. But I mean, to have its yeah. own devoted land, I mean, that that's pretty pretty neat in my opinion. It's going to be awesome, man. And and the one thing that, of course, Disney World has over Disneyland is they're going to have the hotel as well, which I can't imagine being ever able to get a, ho- a reservation at that hotel because um, the room count is super small from what I've read um, to the point to where it's probably going to be, I don't know, nearly impossible to get a reservation. Right. And the price point will put people out anyway, I'm sure. So. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, and they'll get a premium on it for those first couple of years anyways. Oh, so. yeah. And to be, but to be able to, honestly, to be able to immerse yourself fully in both Disney, uh, sorry, uh, Star Wars in, in your hotel room and in the park, you could literally just have a Star Wars experience if going to Disney World and and see nothing but. That's That's – immersion and that's what they're going for and i think that's amazing so yeah but the only problem with that is is if it's too immersive like for me i may just you know hide out there forever and never come home (laughs) you're like wait i live in star wars now (laughs) yeah go away (laughs) (laughs) we're done (laughs) um all right man so a ton of other news came out of this press event and one of nerdist put together a really nice article about what you can eat and drink in star wars galaxy's edge and again at the cantina in um, Oga's Cantina uh, is what it's going to be mm-hmm. called. It'll be the first time uh, alcohol is served in Disneyland, which is going to be pretty awesome, uh, which I think is very important that they're going forward with that. But this is a very colorful, very cool looking um, deal. They have non-alcoholic beverages like um, Hyperdrive Punch It, Jabba Juice, like all these kind of things. And it looks like they're, you know, bubbling and frothing everything you would expect out of a uh <laughs> out of a sci-fi canteen out of star wars i don't know right now i thought i'd read something and i don't think it was on the nerdist uh, article you know green milk or blue milk you know depending on yeah depending on what you wanted which neither one actually sounds appetizing to me but no no they both they both sound terrible but and and, and that for me that's the same thing because we went to harry potter land or whatever you want to call it hogwarts at um in universal uh last february and you know, my kids, of course, we had to try butterbeer or whatever. And there was no scenario where I was drinking butterbeer. <laughs> like I saw the person, I saw the person with a big bag like this, dump it into a thing that looked kind of like a coffee pot mm-hmm. deal. And somehow it comes out either slushy or on the rocks. And I'm like, that just looks like a sugar bag. And I don't want anything <laughs> to do with that. Um, and, and my kids weren't all that stoked with it. But again, it's, it's, of course, they're going to have blue milk of some sort, right? right. Of course, they're going to have something from the franchise, right? Anyway. So, Harry Potter Lane, did you did you ask them for the beer advocate on the uh, butter butter beer and find out what the IBU was? Well, here's what I did. First of all, it's non alcoholic, so I wasn't going to have that anyway. No, I'm so just what, so, no, I know, and I was like, well, oh wait, there's no booze in it and no beer booze option. I'm going to go over to this other bar. So, pro tip: if you ever go to Universal Studios and you go to Hogwarts. At the um oh what's it called now the whatever the pub is there hog and whatever whatever the whatever the pub is there mm-hmm. when you go in there that's the literally the best beer in the park they've got they've got Harry Potter themed beers and it's like um they have an i they, not an IPA they've got a red um a stout and I think a Pilsner style but like that's the only good beer you can get in the park everywhere else you go it's like Miller Lite. And Bud Light. So, Miller Lite. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. So anyway, uh, that's a side note. 
Um, so anyway, this article is really cool. Um, I'm really looking forward to checking this stuff out again in the future. Uh, what else do we have here? Definitely check out that Disney Dish episode, though, because um, it's nice to hear from somebody who was there that he talks about standing in the queues. Excuse me, what they're trying to accomplish in those queues and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Um, so I, I would have a question. Ahead. So I know at least at <laughs> Disney World, a couple of years yeah. ago, they they banned like – Sorry, I was looking at chat. Oh, yeah, I looked at chat. Sorry. Uh, they banned selfie sticks, but – yeah, and Disney, you know, at the Star Wars land, I mean, isn't everybody going to be swinging lightsabers around, smacking each other in the head? Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned lightsabers, man. What a segue. Okay, so here's the best part, I think. So talking about Harry Potter again really quick and then coming back to Disney. So the one cool thing that my kids spent, I think I lost interest soon after. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter guy. Of course, my wife and both my kids are really into Harry Potter and they had to buy wands. Super mm-hmm. important. So we go into this wand shop and there was two options. There was the, you know, the show with a small group and then you get to pick your wand. And then there was the wand shop where it's like replicas of Hermione's wand and everything else on the walls. And you just pick mm-hmm. what you want. Right now. That was really cool. I walked away and listened to a podcast for a while and got a couple beers and came back. Uh, they were there for literally I, I, an hour and a half minimum. Oh. Right. And they had a great time. So Disneyland, they are doing something very similar with lightsabers. Okay. So the article I have in here, um, and they even put it in here that says it would be basically an interactive building experience, very similar to Ollivander's wand shop at Universal Studios. So you get like a 20 minute uh, intimate building experience um, after a little show. And it's called, it says hidden somewhere on the outpost is Savi's workshop where guests will be able to pay a premium for an intimate 20 minute building experience. Each session will be limited to 14 participants and their family. Could you imagine the line for that? <laughs> and how much money uh, they're going to make? <laughs> I wonder if the Kyber crystal will like sing to you, dude, there's Kyber crystals, there's metal parts. Like this is going to be a legitimately amazing experience. They obviously will start at $109 with an optional mm-hmm. detachable blade, which is an additional $49. Um, <laughs> but I I imagine it would be so incredible if you just said, okay, I'm going to take my two kids and I have $350 and let's just do this experience. Like mm-hmm. what they will walk out of will be a really high quality customized lightsaber that they can always have. I think that's just really, really cool. The price point aside, the experience alone, I think will be phenomenal. Will's going to build one. Will, get out of my chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, dude, I want to build one today, yesterday. I mean, this is insane, dude. I, I can't even tell you how exciting this part of it is for me. And that's why I don't want to go right at the beginning because I want to be able to Although it was insane, even standing in Ollivanders with my kids, my wife and kids, like there were so many people trying to find lightsabers and blah, blah, blah. But doing this little experience, like, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it, reservation system or uh, a 15-hour queue, but to finally get there and be able to build this lightsaber that, that you can display and use, <laughs> uh, I think it's just going to be phenomenal. So, Oh, that's a nice message <laughs> <Whatever>. Will. <laughs> Should I ban him? It'd be hilarious if I ban him. <laughs> it might create problems the next gonna, time you uh, go to record them. Uh, he'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, anyway, any any thoughts on this, man? I think that's all of the um, the park stuff I was I was really trying to cover this week. Oh. I'm just 
I'm just really excited about this, but at the same time, I'm not chomping at the bit and have bit having to be there the first day. So right, I'm with you, but yeah, I'm I I couldn't be more excited to uh, for this to to roll out, and it'll be interesting to see what the uh, reviews say when they do come out. Not that it's oh yeah, and not I mean, that either way, it's going to keep me from going. <laughs> right, and I listen to enough, you know, Disney uh, parks uh podcasts and youtube channels and stuff i mean it'll all come out and people will talk about their experiences and that kind of thing but something like this uh has to be experienced for yourself and it's what you bring to it you know and like i said i want to be able to go to it and dedicate my time just to that and get my kids in there and have a good time so i'm excited all right so Shall we get to streaming services, dude let's start with this dc universe uh arrow is going to end with season eight well we knew this already probably mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been on for a while yeah arrow ended with like season six for me i haven't watched the last two seasons to be honest with you i think it ended a little before that for me i loved arrow i i haven't watched the last i think three seasons um and i tried to keep up with all of those shows um and flash was my favorite i never got into supergirl sadly although i do like the show it, it just got right now i finally resigned to the fact that there's too much tv for me to watch and I don't have enough time to watch the few things I do watch. So mm-hmm. I'm picking and choosing. Um, at some point, these these types of shows will definitely hold up. I mean, the technology is there. So I can always go back and watch Arrow at some point if I want to. So Yeah, um, and I think that's a nice thing, too, is it's not like you have to go buy the DVDs or, you know, right. it, it's always with the streaming services, it's pretty much always available to you to go back to and watch. So there's yeah. I, I don't feel the the need to watch it, you know, the night it comes out or the day after it came out. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, Joa. Hey buddy. Long time. No see, man. All right, dude. Uh, so Disney plus speaking of streaming services and Disney, which we've clearly been talking a lot about um, this. I found, I, I was wondering if they were going to do this and I'm super stoked that they are. Disney's going to include every Disney feature film. And this is important because Disney, the way they release their films is they'll put stuff in the vault. And so you won't be able to get Cinderella for X amount of years or Mulan or Beauty and the Beast or whatever it might be. But their streaming service, it's 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 all going to be there, dude. I think that's amazing. Absolutely. You know, well, and, and it makes sense. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. But that in and of itself is worth a 12 bucks a month to be able to watch any Disney movie I want. I think that's pretty phenomenal. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for this Disney streaming service. Oh, no, no. You get distracted by chat. That's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm distracted by chat, too. Joe, it's good to see you, dude. All right, man. So let's see. The new Mutants will likely head to Disney Plus as well. And um, Kevin Feige is, and I thought this was kind of cool, too, is promising that Disney Plus shows are directly connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So unlike what, um, what's been happening kind of in the past stuff, especially with DC, right? You have the amazing Flash show, and then you do a flash movie mm-hmm. and you get a different flash <laughs> but they're also going to keep that continuity which marvel's very good at already anyway no well oh, i didn't want to mention that no <laughs> i can't imagine they're gonna i don't think they're gonna include song of the south i don't think they will but can they not that's the question and 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 that's worth talking about honestly and song of the south is if you don't know it's song of the south you can look it up and you can see why we're talking about it in this way I but think- i don't I don't know. I, I think, I think the be, only, can you pick and choose? Can you say we're including everything and then not include one or two foot uh, films? I think, you know, and really, gosh, the only even 
remote reference to Song of the South that I that I've even seen is what uh, Splash Mountain at Disney World. Yeah, and that's about it. Um, I yeah. think they actually well the film. They, the film that that's based on is, is right. No, I, I, I totally get it. I think they burned that film. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. It was accidentally lost. Right. Right. But, but Splash Mountain is phenomenal. And that ride is, that ride is one of my favorites in the park. Um, so yeah, you know, we'll see what, we'll see what they do with it. Um, Will said also that something from Nerdist new mutants might need massive reshoots. Yeah. I'm not. I'm wondering about that too. We'll see what happens. Um, well, look at that. We're, what we're 24 hours right. into the the Disney takeover, and the world hasn't ended yet. So yeah. Oh. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. We exactly. Are. We're alive. What else do we have here? Um, anything else with Disney mm-hmm. streaming? I think we're done with that. Excuse me. Netflix. Yeah. We did talk about Stranger Things season three trailer earlier in the show. Um, super stoked about that. I don't know what, about the Gremlins. <laughs> First of all, I don't know about. I don't I I don't mind an animated series for Gremlins. Um I don't mind Gremlins at all. Um I'm wondering about a Warner streaming service. I mean, is this I know everybody's gonna want to do a streaming service, but um at some point people are gonna have to start picking and choosing which ones they subscribe to, you know what I mean? Right. Um so is Gremlins enough to bring people over to Warner? I, I don't know. It depends on what else they're offering. Yeah, I, I mean obviously Warner Brothers would have you know, they've got what the Looney Tunes and some of those things. Oh, yeah. um, they've got an amazing animated catalog for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, Foghorn Leghorn is one of my ultimate favorite cartoon characters. I just love that guy. But I mean, I don't know if that's enough to warrant another fee to try to charge people. I don't know. We'll see. Only so much see what else they bring. entertainment time and entertainment dollars to go around. Exactly. None of us have time and. Some of us have money, but some of us don't. And then what are you going to watch when you have time and very little money? You know, come on, kid. Who are we? Who are we kidding? We, we both have kids. Yeah. We don't have any money. There's no money and no time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's get to real reviews. I know people. Oh, wait. The chat is popping up here at some point. Yeah, I think <laughs> the chicken hog, right? I'm with you, dude. Arjar. I mean, I, I just his responses. I, I don't know. I swear I get half my sarcasm from uh foghorn leghorn i i had a used to have a vhs where i would just i had a lot of his cartoons recorded and i would just watch them um i don't know he was just such such a jerk and i just loved it um <laughs> but anyway um uh, but it does get overwhelming Neff has a good point and i think again i at some point i'm gonna have to say okay so right now my wife and i we we pay for what um PlayStation uh, View, which is sort of cable. And then I've got, you know, Netflix and Hulu. Um, and so what else am I going to pay for? So how much more? So I'm definitely going to do the Disney streaming service. I don't miss on the TV shows, right? I don't do HBO. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to watch a new Game of Thrones season, right? Um, and that kind of thing. So, I mean, what do you, what do we pay for? You know what right. I mean? Um and it is overwhelming. It's overwhelming with the amount of TV we have right now just on Netflix alone, let alone Hulu. And we pay for Amazon and I forgot about Amazon and all these other things. So at some point, are the new folks going to have enough content to pull people over? I have still haven't gone over to, what is it, CBS uh, to check out the, you know, the Star Trek stuff, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, 
Any other thoughts on this? Not really. I, you know, I, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I've got got the Netflix, got the uh, the Amazon. You know, plus we have UVerse, which is kind of our our cable. Yeah, and I've I've been right. contemplating getting rid of that for a while if it wasn't for some of the sports stuff that I that I like that I can't get in other places. So that's the thing, uh, exactly. The sports is the mm-hmm. kicker sometimes too. But you know? yeah, yeah. Eventually, um, I I think you know. What somebody needs to do is they need to have like, you know, the cable company, but everything be a la carte <laughs> where you could just choose. Like, I just want to subscribe to these three channels that I can't get somewhere else. And I'll pay 10 bucks a month for that and then carry the other streaming services. But and, and I've been meaning to look into this. There Actually, there is a service like that. And I can't remember the name of it now. Um, and there's a couple other things that are kind of playing with. That. I think Amazon's even playing with one where they do where you can just get certain channels. So I don't know. And Will says Hulu has sports. So, I mean, again, who are you loyal to? And are you going to stop one service you're used to because you have a whole list and all your stuff programmed in to go to somewhere else and then maybe right. have to come back kind of thing? You know, I don't know. It's it's, a, it's an interesting dilemma. Uh, we'll come back to this, my friend. Let's come back to this um, because I want to talk about this real quick. Did you ever watch Orphan Black? No. Okay. So we'll, we won't spend much time on this, but... Uh, there's a new Orphan Black series in the works from AMC, which I'm really excited about because I love that series, although I didn't finish the very last half of the last season, I think, now that I think about it. See, again, you get overwhelmed with these things and mm-hmm. you forget, oh, that's right, I was watching Orphan Black. Damn it. Um, and HBO is finally, and this is maybe a little bit old news, but um, we were talking about Game of Thrones earlier, and they released how long their episodes will be. And my thing is not opening, but I think each one is going to be 90 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or is it 60? Yeah, 60 minutes. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was either 60 or 90. Um, so the episode lengths are going to be 60 minutes, and it's going to be six episodes, so we get six hours of Game of Thrones to wrap up this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That doesn't seem like enough time to me. I want more. And actually, I was listening to uh, Mark Bernardin today talking about Game of Thrones briefly in this Q&A thing he did, and he was talking about the fact that uh hbo's leaving money on the table and i never thought about this he said i know he saw i would pay 15 dollars to go watch one of these episodes every week at the movie theater <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm like and i'm like that's a freaking good point <laughs> it's like i would i would go i would go and watch this thing and i you know what i mean like i mean and the, and the way that the scope of that show and and the writing of that show and the special effects and stuff. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. big screen worthy for sure. And and they really they really could do. Well, something I, I gotta that. admit, I, yeah. I haven't watched Game of Thrones, um, and that's actually one of my like to watch over the summer. But really, when you started saying sixty minutes and ninety yeah. minutes, I started thinking about Talkfish Head IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> right, Six, uh, the ninety minute IPA is still my favorite IPA. Uh, Oh, so Will corrected. So sixty minutes for the first two episodes, and then ninety minutes for the for for the last four, is what it is. So, um, but still, that's you know, I'm not doing any math on that. That's you know, over six hours of of content for a show that uh, people don't want to see go. You know, so it'll be interesting. Now, aren't they making some prequels or something for those? Yeah, they're doing a um, or a spinoff. They're doing another show that has to do with um. The Rise of the Targaryens, I think. Um, and it's a prequel series. I don't know where that's when that's happening. I forget. But if okay. Will was on the show, he would remember, but because he remembers. But and when he types in the chat, I'm going to ignore him. So uh, <laughs> here we are. Where are we at? We're at DC. Where are we at? Yeah, DC uh, uh, Universal Suicide Universal. Squad. 
Yep. Yeah, so Suicide Squad, this kind of caught me off guard a little bit. James Gunn, his version is going to be a total reboot. It needs to be a reboot. <laughs> and it because really the first did. one was a disaster. Yeah, it <laughs> so. really does. It really does. And yes, I'm ignoring Will about his casting news for uh, the prequel. Uh, so, yeah, so New Orphan, I'm, I'm joking, dude, but I am ignoring that comment, by the way. What was I saying? Oh, uh, so it needs to be a reboot. And they also got um, Idris Albus. He, uh, was, had a, uh, his name, how to say his name just flew out of my head. Idris Alba, right? To do, uh, to replace uh, uh, Will Smith. Will, he's the yeah. new Deadshot instead right. of Will Smith, right? Um, and I think that's a good casting choice, dude. Uh, I'm I'm super stoked on that. Um, and it's gonna be a reboot, although they are gonna bring in, they're gonna keep. Uh, I think Jared Leto and Margot Robbie as well. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm actually kind of stoked to see what Gunn does. Speaking uh-huh. of James Gunn. The big news, the big news in the last week, and we're going to end on on this here in just a few minutes, is, of course, he got rehired to do Guardians of the Galaxy three. He's back. He's back. Which is which was the right thing to do it, in my opinion. It was. I think it was a little bit of a knee jerk thing, and we've talked about this several times. But um, mm-hmm. and and they really weren't actively looking for another director. I just think they were trying to figure out what to do, and bring him back is the right call. He's now going to do that movie and um, Suicide Squad, and he's going to have all the money and all the things, which I'm excited about. Right. And it, it, to me, you know, granted, you know, the, the character has been written into the you know, Avengers, you know, the Infinity War and Endgame storyline and, and the Guardians of the Galaxy having it and it's worked there. But for a full length film, he's done so well with the first two. Just yeah, you know, don't don't mess with it. it, it well, what kind of. Yeah, and you're right. And and what happened too, which was kind of a bummer, is when they put off shooting of that, the show scenes for Mission Breakout at the parks was supposed to be shot. The updated ones were supposed to be shot when they were filming the doing the film, right? So they were trying to figure out how to do deal with that and everything else. So I think this is fine. You bring them back, you do it right, and and let's get let's get Guardians three good, and, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm excited about. So. Um. All right, man. So before we get out of here, I think we should talk about a movie we saw. What do you uh, think? Uh, yes, I I agree. <laughs> and I don't want to spend all day on it, but we both saw Captain Marvel. Um, chat if you saw Captain Marvel, feel free to chime in. Um, but we're just gonna talk about it for a few minutes. Um, so the only news around it I have is um, Kevin Feige says Captain Marvel will lead the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, she's definitely going to be an end game, especially by the way, there's going to be a little bit of spoilers here. So if you haven't seen the film, you might want to tune out for a, a, a minute or two. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really, um, I, I enjoyed the film. Oh, I, I love the film. I, it was, uh, it, it, how do I want to put this? It tied some pieces together. Um, yeah. And then it also presented some new questions. That I think we'll get answered with the Ventures Endgame. So it was, uh, and it was original. I mean, there was, it wasn't yeah. like super predictable. I mean, what did, what did you think? Yeah, it was, it was a nice, um, I just realized I should have my camera over there. So I wasn't, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I really liked, um, I liked it that it's going to, I like the bridge between um, tying things together before we get to Endgame. For sure, um, Endgame is going to be epic, and that's going to be kind of the send off for some of these characters. But having Captain Marvel come in 
Um, I like the story. Um, I felt it was a little slow in the beginning. Um, but once um, she kind of started to kind of figure herself out and focus on herself, I think that was, especially when her friend came in, uh, the other pilot, um, and tried to tell her who she was and stuff like that. She, um, I think Brie Larson did an amazing job. I think um, uh, Sam Jackson mm-hmm. was amazing. The de-aging tech yes. was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. With him, with him, it was flawless. I mean, I've heard people not super stoked about uh, Coulson's, but yeah, I don't know if they really need to de-age him too much. I think they were trying to be subtle about it. He wasn't it a main character that was always on the screen. So, yeah. No, exactly. It didn't matter. Um, and honestly, I, I just had a really, I had a, I had a really good time with it. I actually, this is the second movie that I've taken um, my kids to without screening first. Uh, we've watched all the, all of the Marvel stuff for the most part, except for some early, you know, Iron Man and Thor and stuff. Um, but they've seen all of it. They've seen, um, the last Avengers one and I took them and they, and they loved it and to have a female protagonist on the screen, um, you know, dealing with women's issues and everything else. Um, and then the, and then just the action alone. And of course the twist, sorry, spoilers again, the twist, um, having the scrolls not be what we thought they were. And then, you know, I, and when they said the Kree, I was like, huh, maybe it was just Ronan. Nope, it's not. <laughs> and, and that's and, and nope. seeing Ronan was kind of cool, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, I was like, oh, maybe Ronan was just an ass, and and the Kree are cool, and nope, turns out not too much. <laughs> no, you know, and it, it is it is funny because in the comics, um, you know, the scrolls haven't always been treated, you know, mm-hmm. the way that they're treated in the movie. So it was a big surprise to me. It, I was I was really shocked actually when when the uh, reveals kind of came as right. to what was really going on. Um, but I like the way it was handled. And I, and I like some of the, the, like you said, the, the having the right. strong female lead. Um, and then just some of the small interactions um, that, that kind of happened um, between like the, the scroll yeah. child and I, their and yeah, the, the I daughter. Yeah, it's her name. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, but you know, saying, "Oh, I like your eyes. Don't change them, since the right. scrolls can change, you know, appearances and stuff." And it's like, you know, just that kind of be who you are. And, and, and the messages and, came through is what we're really trying to say, right? I mean, the messages mm-hmm. came through, and um, I think that last scene got me. I just thought it was funny when she just shot him. Well, what's 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 homeboy's yeah. name? Um, I don't know. <laughs> this is where you need yeah, Will. He's much better with this than Pine? I. Is it? No, not Chris Pine. Who played the who played the um well, wake up. Anyway, um I just the main thing I wanted to put out there about this movie that I really that that, that I really liked too was just the subtle nods to things. Um and I really enjoyed the um was it towards the end where I'm trying to remember the the scene. Now, oh, not towards the end. Um there was a there was a moment where and I was talking about this with my buddy Nick, who I do a writing podcast with. We've been talking about dialogue a lot and talking about Jude world, Law. Jude Law. Thank you. Thank Sorry. you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're fine. World building through dialogue. And this is one of the things that I thought was really interesting is like that conversation that was in the trailer between um, Fury and Captain Marvel, right? They're having this conversation and he's trying to figure out who she is. And she says, oh no, we're noble warrior heroes. And it's like, that's what, that's what, she, that's what they are. That's what the Kree are to her in her head, right? Mm-hmm. From what she's experienced, right? 
and he's getting that. He's like, okay, yeah, that's must be what you are. Right. And that's why that twist towards the end really kind of hits home because she's realized that, holy crap, not only are we not that we're the stark opposite of all of that. You know what I mean? And she has to buck that system and become what she's supposed to be. And it took her a while because she had to let go of all that other stuff. Right. You know what I mean? No, so, she had to get it I out of her head. No, I, I thought it, I thought it was awesome. You know, j- just in the fact that, uh, I don't know, it, it kept me guessing a little bit and sometimes Marvel movies don't do that. <laughs> so, right. You know, I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed this film and, yeah, like you, like my my twelve year old daughter, you know, wanted to go see it with me, so and I was really glad that I took her. Aww. So you know, nice. Yeah, my kids are young too; they're ten and almost eight, and and they, you know, there wasn't any moments where they were like hiding or anything. They really they followed it, they enjoyed it, um, and and it was fun. And 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 I, I wouldn't say this is up there with like my, you know, this isn't up there with my top Marvel movies, but it's it's a good it's a good Marvel movie, and I really think that. It makes me really can't wait to see her show up in Endgame and see what the role is. It, it, you know, going from uh, that Infinity War uh, extra scene with the, you know, with mm-hmm. the beeper and then seeing that in his hands and then seeing it towards the end of this film and everything else. Um, it really it worked for me. It, it, it wasn't, again, not my top, but very, very good. But it was the perfect in between film. Exactly for yeah. for right before end game. Now, now the one thing I did not like is the very last post credit scene was not worth the wait. <laughs> oh, was that the uh, the the test rack one? Yeah, that was not yeah. worth the wait. I was like, really? I just waited an extra five minutes for this. <laughs> but it's like I could have looked that one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> no, but I think it's interesting and and seeing how. Um, how Fury lost his eye mm-hmm. was interesting too. Hilariously, because he loved that cat so much, and then it was like, "Oh, now you don't have your eye." Right? And he's like, "Oh, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine." Um, and then it just wasn't. Right. <laughs> and, and then he had to, and and I love that scene where he came in and he's all, "You have a choice to make or something," and he put on this whole thing of like synthetic right. eyes in front of him. <laughs> I just love that. I don't know. There were little moments in this that I, I just really well really it, when you, like when that, you get so. the answer to how he lost his eye and you look back to the other films where he said you know the last time I trusted someone I lost my eye <laughs> and then it turns out yeah, to be that <laughs> exactly I tried to trust this cat and then it wasn't a cat but I still thought we were cool yeah. and it took my eye um, and and Will's right I mean this and this goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of the show when we talked briefly about the trailers we've seen in game the new in game trailer obviously at the end you see Captain Marvel Thor calls the hammer she doesn't flinch and Thor's like oh I like this one you know and it's like that's how cool I mean, I'd like to see them together obviously and maybe that's what Will's alluding to but that would be that would be interesting um, and I don't know if. Uh, Hemsworth's uh, contracts up, but I'd like to see him stick around for a little bit and 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 see where this goes with Marvel and the new Avengers and all that. We'll we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yep, I'm excited. It's going to be a good summer. Same, dude. All right. Well, my friend, um, I do have a couple other things in here. I think we'll save the. Did you uh, see into the Spider Verse ever? No, I have not. Have you? 
Okay. Yes. Oh, I've seen it twice. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'll, it's I'll, like literally my favorite movie. I'll put up on Redbox or Amazon. <laughs> I know it's on Amazon. So yeah. Okay, dude, dude, watch that movie. Next time I see you, um, let's talk about it. I know it came out in the last year or whatever, but it's it's a phenomenal film. It's one of the best movies okay. I've seen in a while. It's so good. Um, I will definitely check it out. And I have a link in here. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Somebody spent a lot of time on this, though. It's a massive MCU viewing order to where it's taking into account all the TV shows, all the movies, everything with Captain Marvel and everything involved. And I'm like, wow, that's that's a lot of that's all. And it's all chronological. <laughs> oh, my God. It's insane. I'll actually I'll throw a link in the. um in the chat if anybody wants to check this madness out you can do a countdown to end game from the beginning of the year and try to knock all these out <laughs> you could it, w- it would take you literally a thousand hours but i mean it's crazy how much is here dude like especially when you take into account the tv shows and stuff my wife saw this somewhere online and sent it to me i was like holy crap at least i gotta mention this so mm-hmm. um no, that's pretty so- cool yeah, it is cool. Um, all right, man. So before we get out of here, the last thing I want to talk about is San Diego Comic-Con. Um, we are going to be there. Uh, and I'm sorry that you are not next year. We're just going to keep doing that. Yeah, we'll just keep um, doing that. <laughs> but Will and myself will be down there. And um, anybody else that wants to come down, we will let you know by the next show, hopefully, what day our Pucked 4 Cantina will be, where we do a live podcast. Um, and have all our friends down there at Mission Brewing Company. I've secured Mission Brewing Company. I just have to tell them what day. I'm trying to figure out if Friday or Saturday is better. And um, other than that, um, we've secured housing. So we're getting everybody together. Um, we're going to do a bunch of different things this year. Nick's coming this year, who I do my other podcast, Just Keep Writing With. Um, we're going to do a little writing uh, thing on Thursday. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun this year. Um, so if you're in the San Diego area, and you want to come down for Puck Four, um, please do that. I'm hoping to I'm gonna reach out to Musco and get some prizes and and stuff like that. Um, and see what some of these guys bring back from celebration. Maybe we can raffle off. So I'm really stoked about uh Comic Con this year. I know it's it's March and we're talking about something that's happening in July, but these are the type of things you gotta plan way, way, way ahead of time. So uh got my press passes, got my house, now all I gotta do is figure out um my flight. And I'll be down there. So if you guys want to come down there, uh, please come and hang out with us. It'll be great. So, yeah. And I did talk about that in the beginning of the show. We are doing a shirt design contest. So if you want to design a T-shirt based on the show um, or any of our uh, puck stuff, uh, it's going to be awesome. Submit that, email it to us, and we'll put it in the drawing. And if it and if we decide to do it and print it, um, you will win something. I don't know what we're winning, but Will's in charge <laughs> of that. <laughs> And Will's going to Will's gonna be at Wonder, WonderCon as well. So we're going to have a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. So again, I've talked about Patreon and stuff at the beginning of the show. So again, guys, um, thanks for bearing with us. We have not been as consistent, but uh, we're, at, we're still doing it. We're having a blast. And um, I love that everybody's still hanging out with us. So um, And thanks to you, my friend, John, for being on the show today. Uh, it was a blast. Oh. So. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I've had a great time. So. <laughs> I'm glad you're. As a matter of fact, I didn't just have a great time. <laughs> you know what I had? Oh, tell me. <laughs> I, I had a fun. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so glad you had a fun. <laughs> All right. So thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. Uh, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on uh, Facebook, Google Plus, Spotify, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and John is John R. Skeen on Twitter, and Will, or my usual co-host, is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, and Plex, so please share us and like us. 
and support the show. You can support the show, audibletry.com slash usual podcast. And of course, the best way to support us, patreon.com slash usual podcast. John, you said you had a thing. You said something about you had some sort of experience on the show. I did. I I had a uh, fun. That's what I had. I had a fun. (laughs) Oh, by the gods. Everybody else go out and have a fun. And we'll see you all next week. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. That was awesome. Dude, that and was I know fun. I know people were throwing some stuff there at the end, but I couldn't do it. No, uh, it's all good. That was that was awesome. <laughs>